and action. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Unfiltered Podcast. My name's Katie. And I'm Cecily, and we just wanted to touch base on what it's like to be a young professional in the college setting. So, um, starting off with something that I do, right now I'm in my third year of my PhD. Um, I'm a graduate teaching assistant. Um, I've worked in athletics as a tutor, and I also teach group exercise at the rec center. So, whatever population in the college that I could be in, I am in. So, yes, you're all in it. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Um, and then, yeah, exactly. And then I am a strength coach at KU. So I also work with KU athletes and um, just around the college age a lot. What age were you first? Like, what was your, I don't, I don't think I know this about you. Like, what was your first age in which you like entered the college realm? Like, how old was I? Yeah. How old were you when you like were a professional? Yeah, I was 23. Me too. Yeah. I was 23. Yeah. Yeah. I was 23. And so that was an adjustment because there was athletes that I was um, coaching that were older than me. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure you've came across that too. There's college age kids that you're um, technically leading. Yeah. I had just graduated with my master's and I got hired as an adjunct professor. And (laughs) one of the weirdest situations ever happened is, and me and this individual didn't know it, um, but I walked into a classroom and somebody that I was actually friends with was now my student. Like I was very good friends with them. And now they were my students. So like as a 23 year old, um, you have anywhere from like 18 to like 23, 24, maybe even 25, depending on how long they've been in school. And now like I'm the professional. Yeah. It wasn't even yeah. I was a GTA. I was a literal adult so at that point. did you have to like, was there anything that you came across that was tough in that class specifically? I think for that like specific individual, he took it really well in terms of like what the relationship now was. Um, I was afraid because like sometimes I feel like people want to take advantage of you because you're their age or like, oh, you understand because you're my age. Um, But he was really great about it. He was honestly like my saving grace in that class too, because he actually like participated in and did stuff with me. And he was kind of like the example student that I was like, oh, thank God for you. So yeah, I was going to say, I feel like it's not always that way. I feel like sometimes you have a friend or somebody that you know, um, that you're teaching or coaching and they kind of almost want to take advantage of you and see how much they can get by with, get away with, um, yeah, that they wouldn't have done before. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so for me, I was an intern at K-State, um, during my undergrad. And so I was helping athletes that were literally my age because I was in the midst of like, Hey, these are my friends. Like, yeah. Some people I knew before I was even interning, so mm-hmm. that was just hard to navigate. And um, <laughs> hey, it's okay, we're all with it. But um, so it was just hard to navigate that, and just I try to be. I think that's why we want to talk about this is because like you try to do the best you can, but we're also learning as we go. So yeah, um, were you ever in a situation where you felt like? you could have handled it better or maybe just where your mindset was initially. Like how did you go about handling these situations? I think it kind of depends on the person and who it is. Cause I mean, even now as a GTA and I've, I've talked about this before, like sometimes I start out as someone's coworker and then I become their teacher and then it's like, I'm now their peer. So navigating like different relationships has kind of, I don't want to say like, made me standoffish to some people but it's like I never know what that person's going to be to me in the next semester so it's like I would love to be friends with you but at the same time like I don't know what you're gonna be here soon so sometimes I don't always 
go above and beyond for a relationship or a person in like a, a setting um, because I'm afraid like, oh, well, I don't want to cross these professional boundaries, even though it's not like, you know, I don't think I'd ever get in trouble for anything like caring about somebody yeah. or like meeting somebody for coffee or whatever. But at the same time, it's like, I don't know. Like, I don't, I don't know what to do with how my people hands. View it. You know, yeah. I don't how know. Do, what, I don't, how do people view it? How do, how do people view it? <clears throat> and and I don't okay, want yeah. like it to be misconstrued as something else. So for example, like if I went to coffee with a student, it could be because they were my friend in the previous semester. And then a student that I have now could come in and see that and then either question it one way or the other, like, oh, like where are her boundaries or, you know, does she have, you know, relationships with her students outside of the classroom, right. whether it be like friends. So am I giving that person, um, special benefits because I'm their friend and you know so it's just like all these lines that I try not to cross and sometimes I think that makes me come off standoffish right how is it for you like how is it for like because yours is a totally different realm exactly yeah I would say that um the one thing that's been really tough for me is I just want to be personable Mm -hmm. I want to care I want to love on the people that are around me but exactly and (laughs) and then especially with coaching um when you know there's history I mean teachers too there's history of lines being crossed and that's why the lines are there like that's why rules are there yeah and so for me you know I actually had a coach tell me he he told me like stick to coaching Mm -hmm. like I was having these conversations with um college you know age students that that were the same ages and I was supposed to be coaching them and I think they just viewed that wrong and they're like stick to coaching stick to you know Mm -hmm. using coaching vocabulary and I was like you know, I kind of was quiet the rest of the day and I was trying to figure it out. And then I just remember coming to a realization like, hey, this is me. This is who I am. Like, I'm going to be me. Yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be the coach that I am. And I'm not going to try to be somebody else. And I know what's not professional. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not going to exactly. do those things. But I'm going to be caring. I'm going to be kind. I'm going to care about their life outside of yeah. sports. So I, I think just kind of having to like figure out who you are and, you know, what's appropriate. But then also it's like, you don't have to stay in the box of mm-hmm. of what they're I think trying to push. That's in. really helped me as well as like figuring out who I am because I re- <clears throat> like I reflect back on teachers that were really impactful to me and it's like they didn't always stick to this little box of like yeah. being a teacher and that's all they were to you, you know? And so thinking back and being like I want to be that person. And so being able to step into that, I've seen so many students who like as a <laughs> professional, it's like um People will, they don't always thank you in the moment, but sometimes they come back and they thank you afterwards. And I can't tell you how many times like that has meant something to me that a student has reached out Mm -hmm. um, after months or even after like years or somebody one time sent me a video. um, And at first I didn't really know what it was um, because it came from somebody other than the student. And it was just a professional that was like, hey, I thought you should see this. Mm -hmm. Um, And in the video, it was this individual being inducted into this honor society and within the honor society, they're like, you know, who's one of your biggest, like, who's one of your biggest, not, I don't remember if it's heroes or like, influences who is the or... biggest influence on your career right now? And my name came up and I was just like, my mouth dropped because I didn't know that I had that big of an impact on that person. And so I think sometimes, like you said, we put ourselves in these boxes, but at the same time, I think it's really important to not yeah. keep yourself in that box and to like find what you, who you are and then like. Just be that person within right. your, in your profession. Right. And I think just as um, I've learned more about leadership and I'm actually studying leadership for my, my master's right now. And I think 
everything yeah. that we learn is you need to care about those people that you're serving. Like if you're Seriously. not, if you're not caring about the people that you're leading and serving, you might as well like do them a favor and not lead them and yeah. serve them. And so, um, I think that's something that I was just like, Hey, like I, I know you can be a intellectual coach mm-hmm. and you can know what you're talking about, but it's like, if you can't connect with those athletes, they're not going to trust that you're going to, yeah. you know, you're going to lead them well. And so it's just, it's one of those things that, you know, that trust that when they finally do cross that trust line, it's like, mm-hmm. they're open to learning. They're open yeah. to, you know, listening to you and they're, they're so much more responsive. And again, they, they see you as an influence and you don't even know it. Mm-hmm. I think Love there's that. some little quote that's like, um, so, something about they, they don't care how much you know until they yeah. know how much you care. Yes. Thank you. Yes. And okay. It's another, so true. Yes. And then another coach that I've worked under bounced off that. And it, they're like, I used to say that all the time, you know? These guys don't care about what I'm doing with them until they know that I care about them. But he took it a step further and he was like, honestly, I don't even think they, they care what I know. They just want to trust me that I'm going to do the right thing for them. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I'm like, wow, that's so true. Like he doesn't necessarily need to know why he's doing exercise he's doing, Yeah. but he's just going to be like, Hey, I trust this coach. And if he's I need to do this, interest. yes, if, if I'm going to do this exercise, I'm going to trust that it's going to get me better or make me healthier yeah. than, and I was yeah. like, wow, that's so cool. Sometimes people really truly don't know, mm-hmm. like, or don't care what you know, but they want to trust you. Yeah. And I think that's so true. And the teaching round, what I tell people all the time, like it is like, you know, they say it's not what you know, it's who you know. And it is like, you need to know some things like you need basic information but it truly is who you know um and the networks you make and so I tell people all the time like pay attention to the people that you're sitting around and pay attention to who you're hanging out with because those are going to be the people that either give you references or help you find jobs because yeah those are your peers and they're going to be important yeah um so my question off that is well (laughs) um so my question off that for you is when have you um seen that come handy like when has your kindness um in your networking in um the things like the care your character helped you in your career literally with every job I've ever gotten yeah. I have I have never in my life had a formal interview never in my life like so if I like coming up I'm gonna have to have some formal interviews and I'm scared out of my mind because I've never had one like I've literally gotten every job just because of who I've known and maybe like talking to the person, but like also they probably saw or felt your kindness yeah. like once you talked to them on the phone or. Yeah. Well that, and like <clears throat> people who I've worked with. So for example, like the, um, the job that I have at the rec center right now, um, I got that based off of working at a different rec center and yeah. the people at that other rec center were like, Hey, I know her. She's a great person that, and I had multiple connections to these people. So they're like, you know, if, if she knows Joe, Bob and Jim, like, chances are, and all those three people give me a good recommendation from her, she's going to be a good, Mm -hmm. you know, employee for us. And I would say bouncing off that, and you can, you can build off this too, is you had connections, you had a network and Mm -hmm. you, but the thing is you wouldn't have got the opportunities you, you did without being a good, kind person. Yeah. I think some people are like, oh, I just need to meet people or I just need to connect with them. (laughs) Like, no, you don't need to just call and connect with the coach. If you're not yourself and Mm -hmm. again, going back to yourself, if you're not yourself and you're not kind and you don't take it, you know, you don't care That's about them, huge. you're not going to like grow mm-hmm. your network. You're not going to get these opportunities. Like no one would have called and recommended you mm-hmm. or you wouldn't have had good recommendations if you weren't yeah. a good human. So I think learning like, you know, when you can just 
put your pride aside and, you know, really just choose to be a kind person in times that are hard, to be yeah. honest. I think you bring up a good point and we always talk about how, or I always joke about how I'm not always the greatest at first, first impressions, but it's really come in handy because I have just always been me and I feel like you do the same exact thing. When you're meeting somebody, <clears throat> it's easy to see like your heart and your genuineness and your kindness. And then it's like, wow, but she's also intelligent on top of that. So it's like, you have this like triple threat thing. Like yeah. you're kind, you're personable and like, you know, so many people. But at the same time, like, so many people try to, like, put themselves, again, going back to the box theory, like, they put themselves in the, these boxes and they they try to be who that person wants them to be mm-hmm. as opposed to, like, who they are. Like, if you have to change who you are for a job, that job probably isn't for you. Yeah, like, if you can't be who you are and, like, play out your theory or your, you know, your personal morals in that job, that job probably isn't for you. Yeah. And soon enough, you're not going to like it as well because... Sooner or later, like the real you is going to come out and be consistent. And, yeah. you know, if those people don't like it, then it's like you're going to lose that job. So save yourself some trouble. Yeah. Be who you 100%. are and, and just, you know. And I think as a young professional, so this is good for anybody younger that listening to it, is like you don't think that when you're younger. You think, I just need to get a job. Like it's okay no. for me to, you know, like, yeah. I mean, I don't know if you ever felt this way, but yeah. I did. I, I felt like, hey, that's a, you know, a big time school or that's a big time coach. I wouldn't work under them. And it's like. But if they don't really value the same things you value, if, you know, the people yeah. working for them aren't, you know, genuine, kind people that want to work hard and mm-hmm. um, have similar mindsets as you, it's just, it's honestly not worth it. And I think, I didn't think I could go into an interview and quote unquote interview them too, because that's my job. Yeah. But I learned like, wow, I, I'm, I have to, you yeah. know, you have to consider yourself when you're getting a job. And I think when you just don't have a job, you're leaving college, you think that I need to take the first thing I get or you need to take the best opportunity you get when sometimes people settle, settle, I feel like. Absolutely. And there's a time, so talk about this too. I think there's a time where you need to be able to work for free. There's a time that you need to be able to work for um, experience and, you know, what, what does that look like for you? Have you ever had to work just because you knew that was the best thing for the future? I think... Yes. Um, and mainly it was just for like internship purposes. I mean, (laughs) in today's age, like you don't get a job without some sort of experience. Um, and often that experience has to come for free. Sometimes that's like built into a college program, but sometimes it's not. Um, but I don't always think that that's a bad thing because it's almost like a free trial period, you know, like your seven day trial period. Like you don't have to burn bridges or look like a bad person because if you took that job and then you're like, you know, I don't really like this. I'm going to leave seven days later, you know? Yeah. But as an internship, like you can essentially like take it for a test run. Like it's yeah. not always the most fun and yeah, you're probably going to be poor during it. But at the same time, it's like, how cool is it that you get to just, you know, try these things out? Yeah. Cause you've had a lot of internships. Yeah, I have. And I would say my experience with internships is I, even for my internships, some internships want, like they want internships. They want an experience. And it, like, that's so confusing and that's a topic in its own. That's For not, an internship, you need this internship. Yes, like, it's it, it's not always the case, but, um, and, and it shouldn't necessarily be the case, but I felt that way. Like, I felt yeah. like my experience that I already had got me some of the internships that I had. Mm-hmm. And um, so with that being said, my GPA mattered and my, you know, my schooling mattered, but I also felt like my experience was 
unmatched in some ways compared mm-hmm. to maybe a student who got a 4.0 in my same exactly. program. Mm-hmm. And I remember a girl specifically asking me, she's like, how did you, you know, get that internship? And I was like, girl, like I had experience. <laughs> I had experience and, you know, I knew I could talk the talk of the vocabulary of, of coaching and, mm-hmm. and I was just willing to learn. And again, being kind and reaching out and networking and, and that sort of thing. But she had a 4.0 and she was brilliant, mm-hmm. but she was kind of in this stuck position. Yeah. So, um, that's just another thing that um, I think is just good to know. Experience it. You do learn like, hey, is this for me? Is this trial? It's like a trial yeah. run. Is this for me? If it's not, it's fine. Well, I think that's the same thing with a job too. Like if you are in a job and you love it or, or there's like um, position changes or, you know, changes in leadership, it's, it's almost like you're reapplying for the job yeah. because you have to get used to a new boss or you have to get used to like a new position. And I feel like, people almost, I don't want to say get stuck, but they do. Like they feel like they can't leave. And I think that's something that goes like, especially with the young professionals is that there's, there's kind of like a dichotomy is people make fun of young professionals for like leaving jobs once they get uncomfortable. Or there's this other side that like young professionals don't want to leave because they want that safety and security. And to both of those, I just say like, if you're uncomfortable or if you want to leave, go like, there's no point in working if you're not going to be happy. Like, yes, exactly. there's a time to, like, stick it out and just work through it because work isn't always going to be fun. But at the same time, like, if you are unhappy or just, you know, morally things aren't lining up, like, it's okay to go. Yeah, for sure. That's a good discussion in itself. There is, yeah, there are days that you aren't going to love. Mm-hmm. There's going to be days that are harder. Um, life happens. But mm-hmm. um, there's also, like, a whole nother realm of, like, you're just not – enjoying the people you're working with you're not enjoying mm-hmm. your actual job yeah. um day to day in day out and you've already checked to see if it was you like check to see if yourself is the issue <laughs> like you know yeah. we don't do that is enough it you? yeah i mean we don't do that enough your attitude. Like, Absolutely. exactly exactly i feel like we just don't do that enough in life like hey is this my problem or is this you know like the job or is this the people around me yeah so many times we want to put it on something else yeah it's like okay well like, maybe you're like, the oh, issue are you pessimistic yeah Exactly. So I think it's a good thing to be able to check yourself, check your pride, check your, you know, motives too. It's like, are you just trying to leave because you want more money? All right. Mm -hmm. Let's check that again too. Yeah. So I think that's something that is definitely makes a big difference. So, so my question, one of my questions for you is what is your favorite part about your job? Cause I know that you have a lot of favorites, but I really (laughs) want to know like what your favorite part about your job is. Yeah. I honestly, I love college age. They're so like the athletes are fun. so yeah they're so fun they've got personalities they're they're figuring out themselves they're moldable but they you know they're vulnerable they yeah they like I said they they want to have fun they want to have a good time they want to get better but they also just they're vulnerable they're moldable they're going to become who they are that's in college true. yeah and I think that's so <laughs> yeah. fun to get to develop athletes at you that get age to be a part of that yeah I get to be a part of that and like a part of that with their bodies but then also just um, just personally, mentally, like all those things, mm-hmm. get a little piece of that. So that's fun. What I'm just about gonna you? retweet that. No, because, like, yeah. that's so true. That's so true. Honestly, like I, I mean, I remember being in college and all the people who were really influential in my life, and like those are still people who I contact regularly. Like, yeah. hey, thank you so much for this or that, or you know, just reaching out to them for life advice or you know certain situations. But um, now I get to be that for certain people, um, and I think I. Honestly, it's selfish. It's a selfish thing that I, I just like to love on people and I like to know people and hear their stories and just learn. Mm-hmm. Um, because in my position, 
like, yeah, I'm a teacher, but I learn so much from the people who are sitting in the seats than I will ever be able to teach them. Yeah. And I think that's the coolest part. So for me, it's kind of a selfish thing. So it's like, I want to learn yeah. and I want to learn about you and I want to learn about me. And that happens just me standing up lecturing about certain things. So um, that, and I just get to be a part of their lives. And so maybe they might not remember me 20 years from now, but like I was still, I was still a part of their life. And I think that's really cool. So. Yeah. And we get to see them grow and learn within our Seriously, realms. I feel such like a mom. Oh, yeah. right, too. Sometimes like, I do. When, when I see, yeah. when I see them like a graduate or something, or like they call me or, you know, I get, there was this one student who had a baby in the middle of, um, one of the semesters and he would send me pictures of his child oh, and that's he's so like, fun. do you remember? Like, it was just the coolest thing ever that I was like, okay, like you remember that I was that impactful in your life that you are keeping me up to date with your life. Right. And I just, I just think that's so cool. So. Um, so yeah, one last thing is, yeah, you were saying you got pictures from a student and yeah, I've, I've sent music to students like, yeah, that we all the bonded time. on music. I love it and, when they send and I, music. Yeah. I think I'm just going back to like, memes. what's that? Yeah. What's my that love language? professional line? And I think, you know, we know like so many things can be done in secret, but it's like, if you obviously no one's seeing like who sent you a picture, who mm-hmm. sent music. And I think yeah. you just, it's character. It's like knowing really that, you know, like it's not like you could show a whole message thread and there's nothing wrong about it. Yeah. But I think it's okay to love, you know, love on and be personable with the people that you're working with. I think that's totally okay. Um, you know, screenshot it. I said what I said exactly, <laughs> and I can exactly. back it up with intentions. Exactly. Okay. So real quick, last thing. Um, if you could be somebody or something else, oh. what would you What would you do? So when I was little, I wanted to be a hotel and pool manager because I just wanted to swim in the pool all the time. Like <laughs> yeah. that's, that's all I wanted yeah. to be when I grew up. Um, but now if I had to choose a totally different life, I'd be a flight attendant. And that's purely based on the fact that I'm addicted to travel. Yeah, so, that's awesome. I love I that. I don't know. Like what would... Goodness. What did you want to be when you grew up? And then week. like, what, if you couldn't be what you are right now, what would you do? So actually a couple of our coworkers asked me that this week and I'm like, hmm, <laughs> I don't even so know. Yeah. I'm not even sure. So, I mean, when I was growing up, I wanted to be like an architect or interior designist. Yeah. So I have tons of drawings of like things that I've done. I could see that. Yeah. And you it just, are so artistic too. I don't know. Like I, sometimes I get these waves of being artsy, but um, so that was super fun. I was doing that in grade school, like just drawing out layouts of houses and putting stuff together. It's so fun. Um, and if I felt really confident, like, I think I would love to do that still, but I feel like you are good at that now. Uh, I don't know. But, um, so either, either something like that or just like a life coach. I think that'd be so, be so good at that. Too. <laughs> I would have so much fun with that. So I think about those things. So, yeah. But yeah, there's our spiel about being young professionals um, if you have questions, let us know. We'd be happy to answer them or yeah. like a specific question for yeah. either one of us or just general questions yeah, about our pathway in our careers or just yeah, how and... we got to where we got, like yeah. what internships we took, what, you know, our education looks like as well, or like who we know. Cause mm-hmm. I always say like you absorb people's networks. So like once you know somebody and you meet them and you form a relationship with them, you absorb that person's yeah, so true. network. Again, and, and like, if you can say something good about me and then someone asks you something, oh, you'll I'm be like, okay. reference for you. Yes. <laughs> you could be like, okay, I have this friend, you know, and, yeah. and trust well, that's you. like the six degrees of separation too, is like there's, there's only six people between me and whoever you want to name. And so as long as you have a big network, like that gets smaller and smaller. So like between the two of us, it's probably like two degrees of separation. Literally, literally. <laughs> but anyways, yeah, that's all we have for you guys. And yeah. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Yes. Thanks for tuning in.